Oh, that was a good day. Have you have you shut the back door? Yeah, yeah. Back door's locked. Is Cat's the, out. Have you turned the clouds off? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Clouds are set to snooze. Cool, thank you. However, I was disturbed by the picture he posted on our Facebook page of William Shatner wearing the lederhosen in Austria. I shan't sleep easy tonight. You, you will. You'll be fine. Good night. Mm, I'll try. The hills are alive with the sound of music. With songs they will have sung for a thousand years. The hills fill my heart with the sound of music. My heart warms seeing every song it hears. Sung for a thousand years. The length of time I'll spend on the Genesis planet. Come Wake up! You're having a nightmare. It's annoying me. It it it, it was horrible. Uh, William Shatner was there, and he was lumbering up the hill, singing the hills are well, speaking the hills are alive <laughs> with the sound of music. He was wearing the Julie Andrews nun dress, and it was splitting at the seams. I I I, I I'm scared. I'm seared. Go back to sleep. It was just a silly nightmare. It won't happen again. <laughs> Welcome, 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 dear listeners, one and all, to this, the latest in a long line of Staggering Stories podcast. I'm Crumbly. I'm Fake Keith. I'm Adam. And I, yes, I am... I've got a fart gun. She's got a (laughs) fart gun. (laughs) It's Ben's. Put the fart gun down and walk away. It's so cool. It's got like (laughs) a a million... Excuse me, yeah. that last one, you wasn't pressing the trigger of the gun. Oh, I was hoping you wouldn't notice that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd better put it down, or this podcast will go puerile. Go really? puerile? Really? <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Was that a front or a bottom back body? That was a fanny flat fart. All right. <laughs> Moving rapidly Moving on. on. Anyway, without further ado, rotund Julie Andrews besides, it's the news with El Presidente. Woo! Doctor Who news. Specifically filmed telethon sketch coming. Mm. Oh, it's especially not specifically, but that really doesn't matter. Once upon a time, the Doctor Who team would sometimes film a special scene or little sketch for BBC charity telethon events such as Children in Need or Comic Relief. Mm. In more recent years, we have had to be satisfied with nothing more than some spoilery trailer footage. (laughs) If rumours are correct, then this year Chibnall and Wataka may be making a stand and shooting something special for Children in Need in November. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, Previous such material includes Moffat's 1999 The 
the curse, curse of I couldn't, for some reason I couldn't read the word curse. <laughs> curse, God wow. damn it, woman! The curse of fatal death parody story for comic relief and for children in need. The likes of RTD's 2005 prequel minisode for the Christmas Invasion and RTD and Moffat's joint time crash minisode in 2007. We don't talk about 1993's no, Dimensions no, in Time. No, 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 no. Little is known of this potential new sketch or minisode, other than it apparently involves lots of water and will likely end around or just after the, the midpoint of season 11's broadcast. There is also a chance that Children in Need 2018 might be on the 23rd of November, Doctor Who's 55th anniversary. Mm. Lots of water. Lots of water. Mm. Is it going to be a Tiswas parody? There you go. No, we're going Maybe. to have the return of the Bucket of Water song. We, we sing, sing a song. The, the Bucket, bucket of, water of Water song. Enough. <laughs> <laughs> Any more news? Star Trek. Ding. Dead. Ding. Ding. Stop now. Dong. Gaining a Spock but losing a couple of Kirks. Yes. The Star Trek franchise is having some casting fun right now, having cast a Spock for Star Trek colon Discovery, but perhaps having lost not one but two Kirks for the next Kelvin timeline film. Mm. Starting with the more positive news, STD... <laughs> has finally announced the casting of Michael Berman's adoptive brother, a youngish Spock, in the form of Ethan Peck. Peck arguably has a closer physical resemblance to the original Spocker, Leo Nimoy, than 2009's big screen recasting of Zachary Quinto, but only time will tell if he can summon the Vulcan's Catra. I think he looks like the love child of Leonard Nimoy and Zachary Quinto. I think he looks perfect. Mm-hmm. Peck, who happens to share roughly a quarter of his genes with actor Gregory Peck, Yep. is currently known for acting in such films as In Time and The Sorcerer's Apprentice and TV's Ten Things I Hate About You. <laughs> Whilst TV Trek has gained a pointy-eared science officer, it is looking like Film Trek may have lost a captain and a captain's father. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. yeah. After the lacklustre performance of 2016's Star Trek Beyond, which I still can't understand because it was no. a very good film, it, was. Mm, yeah. it seems that Paramount are trying to shave the budget of the proposed fourth film in the series. That apparently includes paying Kirk actors Chris Pine and Chris Hemsworth rather less than they had originally bargained for back in 2016. Mm. Other members of the cast, the likes of Loey Saldana, Zachary Quinto, Simon Pegg, John Cho and Carl Urban, are said to have shown interest, but as their three-film con- contract is up, they may decide to leave with their captain. Blimey. Mm. The script is by Patrick McKay and John D. Payne, with S.J. Clarkson set to direct, should this film happen at all without its two Chris Kirks. Mm. Oh, sorry, but if you've signed on for something at a certain rate, yeah. you expect that rate. Yeah. yeah. They, they suddenly cut your wages, you say bye-bye. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how they can suddenly try to renegotiate yeah, like surely that. it's in, his, in their contracts. Yeah. This is what you will be paid. Maybe yeah, it wasn't really... formalised. Yeah, it depends... Mm not trying to defend them but it defends how in setting stone that payment was mm. yeah or unless yeah, Paramount yeah, reneged upon it yeah, yeah. yeah I'm just I'm not, not trying to defend them support but... the actors damn yeah. you support yeah. them right that's it <laughs> oh god we, no we, you we, said for... ask no, for it no, 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 you no, no, ask no. for it <laughs> <laughs> It's a Vulcan one. But yeah, would they continue if they had the rest of the cast but not the I curtain? don't see how yeah. they can. Would they recast? Would you, would you recast? Because there's, there's, no, there's yeah. no check-off for obvious yeah. reasons. Yeah. So no Kirk. 
you might as well just give it up as a bad job, especially if the mm. last one, the, for some inexplicable reason, did poorly. Yeah, but the problem is they have to keep making them every so many years, or the contract the, it's, uh, the yeah. lapses. It's a very difficult tang. I've been I've been reading up on this on YouTube, and the it's actual n- not dissimilar to some Marvel. Yeah, the cells. contract. There is a separate TV Star Trek contract mm. for CBS and a different license for Paramount. The CBS owns Star Trek. Yeah, oh. Paramount licenses it. Well, I mean, it's yeah. it's one of the reasons why we got the new Enterprise because they weren't allowed to use any of the trappings from the TV series. Mm, yeah. That's why we got the iPod Enterprise. So basically it looks like two, one of two things will happen. One, they'll cave in and say, yeah, we'll pay you what we told you we'd pay you. Or two, they'll produce a film that, in all fairness, is going to be such mm, a disaster yeah. that they're going to end up losing money on yeah, it. It's something like the Fantastic Four film and the last couple of Spider-Man films done by Sony. They had to do them because otherwise they'd lose the license. Mm. So they quickly s- scrambled together and throw anything at the screen. I suppose that having, yeah. s- having said that, I could watch Zachary Quinto and Zoe Saldana yeah. and what's his name, Earl Byrne, yeah. formerly Caesar and Xena, until the cows come home. So yeah. if they have a story where they're basically having to look for Kirk, they, so Kirk, Spock. they have, <laughs> and so Kirk's uh, not in the, it at all, the search oh, for go Kirk. and see that. <laughs> <laughs> they just don't search very hard. Yeah. <laughs> they all go to Ricer for a week. <laughs> well, I don't know. We've looked behind the sofa <laughs> and the fridge he just ages by 70 odd years and becomes uh, Shatner <laughs> oh. Oh. are we willing to yeah, what the hell? <laughs> no, I mean the, the idea of a Star Trek film sort of set com- exclusively in the flesh pots of Riser I mean, <laughs> wow he's on board for that <laughs> there's only so much green paint that one, <laughs> one film can use <laughs> any other news any addendums? Any addendums? I, I have a couple of addendums, Ooh. but I know I think Adam has a couple of addendums. They're not mine. Well. They're from Ian McArdle. He oh, sent oh. some through. Come on, Ian. What lay them on us. addendums has that boy sent? So I start with the one tablet. you're less likely to have covered. HBO Ooh. are making yeah. a Watchmen TV series. I've heard oh, there was one of uh, yeah. Was that one of your addendums? No, it wasn't oh. one of my addendums, but I had heard of this. Is, okay. ha- is um, What's-His-Face going to have anything to do with it? The writer? Uh, Alan Moore, is it? Alan Moore, Alan Moore. I doubt yeah. it highly. I <laughs> He doesn't. Well, come on, things. how can he storm off if he doesn't have anything to do with it to begin with? He famously doesn't want anything to do with any adaptations of his no. work. The original is the only. He's the purest form. Yeah. Yeah, the there again, I mean, the movie version of Watchmen didn't do all that well at the cinema. And again, I don't understand no. that because I rather enjoyed that. Mm. So, so yeah. this is going to be a series, mm-hmm. TV series version, presumably of. I wonder. Comic? If, I don't know. Yeah, I wonder yeah. if it's following on the Watchmen continuation yeah. comics. Maybe because I mean, they went the beyond. Only, as it, as the it's only, HBO, will there be mm, boobs? Quite boobs. possibly. Probably the only two that was left was Night Owl and um, you know, the Silk. Uh, Silk and they had well, prequel comic books. Yeah, they, they, they oh, had yeah. prequel. But the thing is, not only boobs. If it's going to have Doctor Manhattan in there, there'll probably be willies. Willies, yes. Big. Blue willies, big Cute. blue, big blue <laughs> glowing. He, 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 you know, was grew to ginormous sizes. So well, the, yes, you know. I know. Yeah. He was a very big boy. Please, can we stop talking about willies? <laughs> <laughs> so Damon Lindelof of uh, former Star Trek fame, yeah, is involved, mm. and it's coming to screens in 2019, so mm. next year. I bet you that comes out before Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> we have cast including Jeremy Irons. 
Ooh. Blimey. Who else do I recognise here? Uh, Adeline Spoon. What a great name. (laughs) (laughs) Shouldn't she be connected with the tick? Probably should be. Spoon! (laughs) Yeah. We shall see. Does it say how many episodes? No. No, nothing. Yeah, but there again, I mean, if it's a prequel version, um, I say quite a few got killed. One got carted off to the funny farm. Spoilers! (laughs) Okay, it's going to be an original story, apparently. Oh, right. The set in that world. Oh, that could be interesting. But we can't get HBO. I'm going to have no. to ask my colleague at work to start illegally downloading those as well. <laughs> it will probably oh, it's sharp on Sky, won't it? Probably Sky Eventually, Atlantic. Yeah. I hope so. We don't get Sky Atlantic either. Yeah, no. Yeah. no. I have an addendum. What oh. is your addendum? One, my, uh, it's, it's all over Facebook, and I think it's only tentatively connected, but I found out today that Winona Ryder and Keno Reeves are married. This is an old one, though, isn't it? No. Oh. It will be by the time this I've goes out. I've heard it before. Yeah, they're, they're oh, you sh- told me this morning? Yes. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was a long time ago. God. They are officially hitched. No, no, yeah, they are officially married. In real life or this? In, in, in real life. In real life and in film. Blimey. Can I tell it? Can Please I tell go it? on okay. then. They were in Dracula, Dracula together. Bram Stoker's Dracula. A damn that fine was, film. That was over 20 years yeah. ago. It was, was. It was. And in, in that film... Their characters, Mina. Mina Harker and Jonathan Harker. They, obviously, because they have the same last name, they wed. They got married during the film. They were on the sister. Most triumphant. They could be. <laughs> they would be Lannisters. Mm-hmm. And the director... Francis Ford Coppola. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Brought in someone to be the priest to marry them. And it was a real priest. Okay. So they are married, officially. Yeah, I'm not sure it works that way. It, it, was, a, it was a real they Romanian priest. He read the proper ceremony. Mm-hmm. They gave the correct response. Have they signed all the, uh, the forms? It to... <laughs> means, means nothing in those days. <laughs> they, are, they are wed. So and in an interview, up. Keanu Reeves went, Oh, oh God, we're married. <laughs> <laughs> that was a silly addendum. That was a silly addendum. <laughs> yeah, why does that suddenly come along now? I, really I think know. I think I think twenty-six years. No, later, they're they're appearing appearing in a film together at the moment, so they're on the press circuit, uh, and it came uh, up in one of the questions. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, do you have a more sensible addendum? I, I have a two two more addendums, but I don't think you'll consider them anyway. Is, is one of role them playing? the thing you were telling me about the role playing? Mm-hmm. You can you can do it. Okay. I've, I sat nicely through it before. I can do we, it again. We, I, I've been as you know as you know out there, listeners. I like the role plays and I like the miniatures, uh, the figures, and whatever. And I have been spooling around the internet, and I've come across UFT Design Limited. They have done two sets of things which have piqued my interest. Right. One set is the Irregular Agents. Okay. They're little small miniature figures. One of a what could be a businessman. Okay. One, another businessman in a waistcoat. And a third woman in a what could be a blue dress. Also, a third figure, which could be a large black guy in a jumper and leather jerking. Right, okay, yep. Lead, sapphire, silver yep. and steel. Uh. <laughs> it is not labelled them, but they are definite knockoffs. Yep. And by yep. the same company, they have got a set of figures released by uh, under their Scarlet Midget brand. Okay. Which is, yeah, which is an android using a groinal socket to hoover something oh. up. A very small gr- couple of grasping robots. Uh-huh. One who seems to be in a Captain Scarlet uniform uh-huh. that's called Barry. And um, <laughs> a, how, me, how can I put it? Um, a fashionable cat. Uh, <laughs> yep. And someone yes. with a guitar. Is one of the manipulatory devices yeah, yeah, yeah. sticking two fingers up. Yeah. Well, they, they do for a time. but they, yeah, It depends yeah. whether... 
I mean, when they did the Doctor Who range, yeah, or the Doctor Who knockoffs, them. they only had to drop them when Warlord come along with its official Doctor yeah, Who range. Yeah, yeah. It depends how popular they are. Depends whether the BBC notices. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Mm. I have another addendum then. Oh, Go on then. Another one for me in Treadstone, a new TV series based on Matt Damon's Jason Bourne. Oh, yeah. Mm. Film series. Uh, Tim Kring, who created Heroes, apparently mm-hmm. behind it. It's a great name. So, so it'll be a wonderful first series. Yeah, probably. And then <laughs> go off the road. name. Kring. <laughs> Don't know much more about it at this stage. We know Interesting world to set it in. None of the yeah. uh, people behind the films are involved. Yeah. Or connected. Okay. Yeah. Yes, I'm not quite as excited by that one as I was by the Watchmen one. Yeah. My third and final addendum. Oh, late on us. Is this the Sixth Doctor stuff? This is the Sixth Doctor Go stuff. Thank you for spoiling it for me. <laughs> it's the Sixth Doctor. <laughs> the Doctor Who role-playing game. They have done source books for each Doctor. Yep. This started back in 2013 to celebrate the uh, 50th anniversary. The last one they are putting together at the moment is a source book for the 12th Doctor because he's just finished. Yep. However, the fan community turned around and said, you're doing a source book with all the televised episodes. What about the untelevised episodes? So they have put it on their own back to do source books concerning comic strips, books... And audio plays. Yep. We are now up to the Sixth Doctor. They oh, have just long. released their Sixth Doctor version. Yeah. Does it include the Watsits comics? I'm not sure. Well, <laughs> the, the Watsits comics were reprints of the they they were tit- not the Titan. The, they they the monthly. Were, we worked them a bit, didn't they? I think. But uh, yeah. So anyway. they they wrote them all together. Every little plot synopsis for every story, little character for every story, little background uh, location for every story, and possibly two or three scenarios off every story yeah. mm-hmm. and that is a phenomenal undertaking because it is yeah. all people donating their free time to yeah. do this yeah. and they've also done money to buy all the stuff to listen to it yeah <laughs> uh they've also done off off canon which includes the watcher and mrs brown oh okay yeah the uh, bill bragg's dvds yeah yeah, yeah. so uh, you know I'm, I'm putting a little flag on this because this mm. this is a phenomenal effort and it is still going yeah, it's going to be a never-ending task. Yeah. Well, they've already released a couple of updates for the first and second Doctors yeah. since they released their original yeah, original ones. They, they have material for them than the yeah. for Colin. Yeah, they have done addendums. Hmm. And another addendum then, maybe oh, the final oh, one. Yep, yep. It's to Big Finish. Oh. oh. It's now 20 years, or coming out to 20 years. Yep, it is. Uh, big Finish. Blimey. Uh, and they're years. doing a big box set or, of uh, six one-hour plays interlinked, which bring together their various different Doctor yeah. Who ranges, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. they can. So we've got River Song meeting Bernie Summerfield. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I was yeah. About. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Osgood and Kate meeting the third Doctor. Yeah. Aww. Those are things like that. Uh, what else have we got? We've got the, the Countermeasures team, I think, with Seventh Doctor Eight, and seven, uh, Ace. Ace. Yeah. That'll so it should be good. Yeah. It's called The Legacy of Time. No, 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 no. The Legacy. I'm looking. I'm looking forward to the Benice and River one. That should be good. <laughs> uh, I'm looking forward to the Osgood and Third Doctor. Yeah, Seventy-five just, pound. Just watching, mm. watching her orgasm, fangasm. <laughs> <laughs> I've got that right the first time. I think <laughs> probably, probably. It's only a shame that old Jago and Lightfoot aren't there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What can you do? Okay. If you have any news you'd like to share with us for some weird reason, you can send it to show at staggeringstories.net. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. For our next segment, I'd like you all to note that Karen listened to all the discs. She had to sit there in shoes and listen to Star Cops. Pause for music. 
Right, I'm not a happy person. Oh, wait, wait. No. Why, why, why was that? Because I really, really enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was absolutely wonderful. It was really good. <laughs> I'm not sure what I thought Star Cops was, but it wasn't this. <laughs> I think a space precinct or something. I don't know. Yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't know, but it's just the idea of these, just this police force yeah. policing people in space. Because let's face it, when we do make it out into space properly, all the crap we do here well, is going to yeah, go up there. We'll go up yeah, there. Yeah. And I love, I love Devis. Devis oh, is yeah. a dinosaur. He's D- Divis. wonderful. Even when he says sexist and racist things, <laughs> I, I adore him. <laughs> the best way to describe Devis is a classic plod. Mm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's where he, he'd, um, with Priya and the um, the woman in charge of the space station, one of whom's a Hindu, one of whom's a Muslim, Muslim yeah. and he'd basically, oh, God, the things he said were <laughs> so embarrassing. <laughs> and he'd gone off and he was beating himself up over yeah. it. He was yeah. blatant, he realised he realized he'd made a complete tit of himself <laughs> yeah, and was really yeah. angry. <laughs> and he came back and he gave this really heartfelt, well-thought-out apology, apology. Yeah. really sincere. And when they said, said, no, it's okay, you know, we could have reacted better as well. He went, all right, girls, what's next? Completely. He sounds awful, but he's wonderful. Mm, he, he was a, a quick, good character. A quick praise of what, um, right, Star Cop's Mother Earth. Mm-hmm. Mm. Box set one. Or two. It's, yes. a, it's a linked, independent stories that have a linking theme, or, or mm, at least a linking, style. Yeah, yeah. A linking yes. bad guy. Yeah. Well, the bad guy's yeah, terrorist organisation yeah, organization. called Mother Earth, yes. Yeah. Who think we should be staying on Earth and not yep. going out? Not into expanding the into space. Yeah. Yeah. We, 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 we mentioned because um, they gave one of their their rants saying um, Mother Earth relies on us and we rely on her. And I said I said to Keith, Mother Earth, I think yeah. when we eventually do abandon her, we'll be re- breathe a huge sigh of relief. Yeah. Yeah. I go yeah. right. Let's try the, mm-hmm. try this again. <laughs> well, what's the um, what's the saying that Maxim Tsiolkovsky came out with? Earth is the cradle of humanity, but one cannot stay in the cradle forever. Yeah. Deep. And this has got Hex in it. It has. It has, it yes, has, only has. much like Hex. Well, very, very much so. Credit where credit is due, when he was undercover, okay. he did. It was still the Scouse yeah. accent, but it was yeah. different Hex. Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah. Basically, he's, he's a young undercover copper. Mm. Yeah. Who continually gets gets the living it's, snot they kicked beat out him of him. Up a lot. <laughs> yeah. I think it's because he's really good at going, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he enjoys it. <laughs> yeah. He's one of the new cast members. Because there's only three. Because as we, as we all know, Star Cops was around in 1987. Indeed. Oh, yes. Yeah. yes, and it only lasted for one series. Which is a damn shame, given how how clearly superior it was to some of the nonsense that was on at those times. Oh, indeed. Why indeed. <laughs> and this has only got three of the original, original cast members the Vegas, in it. I think those are yeah. the only ones who are left. There's Nathan... Nathan Spring. Who the, is... The commander, he's still about, yeah. yeah. Who is, like, Gene Hunt, but... Yeah. A little bit toned down. Yeah, he, he definitely, he's a copper. Yeah. Whereas Adivas is a plod. Yeah. Spring is a copper. And then there's <laughs> the Australian yeah. who Palkins, s- has quit mm, and is yeah. now working well. as security for the president, who she later punches out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was it president of the pan? Was it Pangalactic or Pan? Yeah, Pangalactic Association. Pacific Alliance. Yeah, they are mentioned in the original series. Yeah. Basically, this terrorist organisation doesn't want us to leave the planet and is no. coming up with various ways of sabotaging well, our We don't efforts. really sort of find out about them until the end of the first episode. Mm. They mm. apparently haven't killed anyone yet. 
not yet. Well, <laughs> and that's only pure, by purely by more I luck just, than yeah, judgment. Yes. It's because they expose someone virtually not to the vacuum of space, but to very low uh, mm. apps, atmospherics yeah. that virtually kills them. Nearly kills them. Yeah, they yeah. certainly yeah, never be the same again. Most of the stories, you know, sort of one of the themes is the building of a new, the building and the um, com- commissioning of a new space uh, space station. The, the Vasco, Vasco space station mm. so far. Yeah, and the Vasco da Gama. Yes, ready for the leap into what, space. What got me about the this these Mother Earth people though is that when something did go wrong, they blamed the people who were hurt or yeah. killed. They yeah. they they didn't own up to their mistakes. Or, yeah, it's not. My yeah, fault, that it was his it? fault for not checking his spacesuit. Well, yeah. It was his fault for not checking his helmet was on. Yeah. And they yeah. ne- they never sort of owned no. their mistakes, no. which maybe not like them very much. No, they were very nice people. <laughs> I mean, what was there the first uh, the first episode, which I thought had a very interesting twist in it because the star cops were looking for drugs but yeah. when yeah so they were sent to examine a shipping yeah. container at, was it uh, Malmo or something like that yeah yeah Malmo spaceport the interesting twist was there were not well not narcotics on board but there were drugs to mask the effect of yeah. narcotics masking mm. agents mm. the masking agents weren't strictly illegal by well, themselves no. mm-hmm. yeah it's all about taking as it always was taking everyday crimes and transposing mm-hmm. them into this new environment yeah. and taking everyday mean. people as well yeah yeah because I mean that first yeah. episode I mean as I say sort of narcotics in space I mean that that did remind me of the um, Sean Connery film Outland yes oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah where um, what's, what's the narcotic in it polydichloric euthamol <laughs> well, this, this is the way this is the way it will be though oh god yeah, yeah. I mean yeah. Star Trek I adore but when we make it out into space it's not going to be all clean and neat lines it's going and to be dirty it's going, it's going to be, be horrible grimy. it's going to be mm. all the usual scumbags yeah. we've got down here but yeah. out there mm, yeah. Yeah. and so, we need people like like Nathan and his gang <laughs> to keep them in line yeah, and, and box and the second oh box yes mm, we've box, got yeah. box this is one thing I ha- I was curious about this now Nathan has a box yes yep. which Magical is basically box. like a like an Alexa but you know useful <laughs> and, <laughs> and his father made it for yes. him yeah. and gave it his voice yes. but his father made it for him when he was a boy and for some reason it has his voice now I don't he think now. he was a boy I think he was a young man oh, yeah right. but, but it wouldn't have had there, his, there's his implication voice. that Nathan Spring was the investigator who busted his own father but yeah, why has the box espionage. got his yeah. old man well, voice this, this is the, this is the well, thing it's, <laughs> it's Maybe it changes just, with him. Yeah, this is the just thing. suspend disbelief. Yeah. This is the thing. The box is far superior to anything that they've got. According to the TV series, it was a prototype, so it never yeah, went yeah. into mass production. Yeah. So it does things that other normal computers don't do. So perhaps it has aged with mm, him. That's a possibility. Yeah. Because it did, it, asked, it made suggestions yes. and asked mm. questions. Because the, yeah, the Earthside copper had a, a conniption yeah. when it suggested yeah. something. Yeah, that was Brian, who was in the first episode. Was it, was it mm. still the same actor? Same, same actor. Yeah. Oh, right. Well, the second episode that was set on Tranquility Base, that was. Yeah. That was so cool. They wanted the to build some flats landing. overlooking Tranquility well, it, Base. A hotel, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Like the fact they'd covered it all in uh, glass. microfine mm, glasses. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, to plastic or something. Yeah. To, yeah. Not yeah. to disturb the footprints and, <laughs> yeah. and put a new flag up. Because yeah. apparently the flag fell over when, um, yeah, when they yeah, took the off. Yeah, when they took off again. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and Devis was the central character in this one. Yes. He managed to get his end away again. Oh, yes. Yeah, he does that a lot. 
doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he did set up. Mm. He was being set up, but I didn't <laughs> yeah, see him so. fighting against oh, it. No, really. no. Yeah, so because he, he's about the only one who managed to have sex in the original TV series. Oh, was yeah. He? Yeah. Because <laughs> that's when they had the uh, malfunction on the moon base. His ex-wife. Yeah, yeah with his ex-wife. He seems to have had a lot of wives. How many? It's four, five, yeah, five I think. Five, five times yeah. he'd been married, yeah. 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 At the last count, yeah. yeah. It's, it's amazing. It's a few years later, maybe they're married again, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, you never know. Unless he's a bigger mister. Because every, every woman he meets, he says to the others, yeah, she reminds me of my fourth wife. Yeah. <laughs> she reminds me of my third wife. <laughs> he's cuddly. Yeah. Uh, now, oh, the dear. third episode, um, Lockdown, I thought was the weakest of, yeah. Oh, really? Four, okay. You know. I quite enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. So I liked the fact that Nathan Spring was really hating being put in this position. Yeah. Of having to give this presentation. Then he's got this well, idiot yeah. uh, who is... Trying to muscle in on his yeah. territory to a certain extent. thought he knew better. And- yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm afraid that we both suspected the French woman, the the, yeah. the ambassador Bouton. Yeah, almost immediately. Yes, yeah, simply away. because she's the nude character. <laughs> ah, story. Yeah. It wasn't she's French. Yeah, it wasn't because she has that outrageous accent. <laughs> but it's a case of yeah, they've got a leak. Who do we su- suspect? Jacques. <laughs> That's a problem with small cast. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Although we did try and suspect the Australian because we thought you know that'd be a nice twist. Well, yeah. Kinsey, but she yeah. was she was yeah. Yeah, she, yeah, she was originally guy. corrupt. Yeah, mm. at the yeah. beginning of the original series, although yeah. Nathan yeah. turned her around. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure he turned around or got lumbered with her towards the end. <laughs> well, yeah, by the end they were pretty close. Yeah, by the yeah. final episode. Mm. But. And also a nice image of her punching the president. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was the fourth episode. That yeah. was. Yeah. Oh no, sorry, sorry. Yeah, the third, third episode. episode. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. He wouldn't go. Yeah, the fourth yeah. episode was. Uh, Hex or whatever his name is again, um, mm-hmm. uh, going off undercover again. Yeah, Mother Earth. Yeah, and they, they should have listened to him. He, he said he didn't want a tracker because he knew they would scan him. Mm. Yeah, and they had to go through all that cutting it out. Even though the scene lasted for you know, for several minutes, it was interesting for him to start, to start getting in character. Yeah, yeah. He says, "Oh, don't drink vodka. You know, I drink vodka. I don't do washing up." Well, that's what we were saying. Yeah. Is that yeah. what coppers really do if they're undercover? Do they a good talk they themselves do. Yeah. into this character? Into the role, yeah. Yeah. Because the producer of this series is Andrew Smith, yeah. who obviously did... Uh, a full uh, circle. Full circle, and then went on to become a policeman. And, yeah. and he was quite senior. Yeah. He's an yeah. inspector, at least, if not higher. Yeah. He's a chief inspector, I think. So he knows police work yeah. for real, yeah. which is why they put him in charge in the, the box set. Oh, yeah. So there's a good chance that that is based that is in some do. reality. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. to a certain extent, it's an actor's acting role. You've got got to think yourself into that yeah. role. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Well, you have to live that role. Yeah, you? exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's quite an ingenious idea, sort of sending a sort of a uh, former, a sort of small, what the right term be, sort of a accommodation module, yes, oh, to yeah. send that crashing into the Vasco da Gama. Yeah, yeah, the, the little habitat module mm, that they use yeah. to build it, mm-hmm. and they smash into it. Yeah, seems, yeah, a certain amount of irony there. Yeah. Mm. A lot of money up in smoke there, or yeah. the equivalent of here. Yeah, but there again, sort of a lot of uh, important vi- well VIPs People were saved. Lots of money. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. there's a difference. So they can build another one. Yeah. yeah so, so the upshot of this, I think Nathan Spring has made a lot of enemies, but he's also made a lot of friends mm, yeah. in high yeah. places. Yeah, that's I true. Mean, I wasn't sure about that. The new woman in charge, the one who got shot. She seems a bit stupid. (laughs) She really does. When, When you're in a press conference with a police officer of any rank, you can see 
that they're thinking rapidly to themselves. No, I can't say that. I can't say that. And she lets slip half of their uh, their game plan. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. She, because she panicked. Yeah, yeah. she inadvertently spilled spilled the beans big time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she, the best yeah. thing she did was get shot. It made her seem vaguely heroic. <laughs> she has the new control of the moon base, isn't moon she? Moon yeah. base coordinator. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. it depends how much she'd been trained for press conferences. Well, she shouldn't yeah. be doing them if yeah. she's... Yeah. Well, I don't know. No. she was that much of a liability. I mean, almost... yeah, The previous one in the TV series was a Russian. He was yeah. a biochemist and like that. He was, yeah. he was a PhD. In fact, he had a Nobel Prize, didn't he, for yeah. medicine, I think. Mm-hmm. So, again, he wasn't really a politician. No, that. not. I, I think because it's at the early stages of space exploration for Space Frontier, they're going more for the scientific type rather than the persons who's been yeah, trained to yeah. deal with the public. Oh, yeah. hmm. Well. <laughs> one, th- yeah, one thing I um, never really sort of got to find out was why the st- Star Cops held in such low regard? Is it because they just all look like just hobby bobbies? Yeah. 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 yeah, they're like well, they're, security guards. Again, one, yeah. once, fun off. once again, as you with the, the woman on this box set, she's primarily a medic mm. who's a part-time mm. police yeah. officer. Because yeah. mm. that's it. They're, again, it's I think Nathan Spring was the first person who was actually trained as a detective. All yeah. the others have yeah. been pulled in from other specialities. They're yeah. essentially mm-hmm. the territorial army. Yeah. They can well, do the yeah. job, but they're really mm. looked down on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry they're, if you're they're... in the territorial army. That's not what I think. <laughs> As I said, they're, they're meant to be astronauts, physicists, engineers first, mm. who suddenly get yanked into being cops. Well, yeah, well, yeah so they're like specials. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. When Data Spring took the job, they were only part-timers. Mm. Yeah. It's yeah. only when he came along they started getting full-timers. Mm. Yeah. Through his second command became a full-timer. Mm-hmm. Kenzie became a full-timer and what have you. Okay, never thought I'd say this, but I really recommend you give Star Cops a go because it was very good. Can, can we have that, that on the Can you say yeah. that again so I can film it? No. no. I was a few, a few things. A few things I got. I noticed. I haven't the chance to say. Someone mentioned the new cast. They feel was too modern day compared to the old cast. <laughs> oh, I see. I, I can't compare. Yeah, yeah maybe because I, like, I haven't because I, I know the original. They yeah. feel a bit yeah. out of place. Maybe, I like Priya. Mm, yeah, yeah, maybe. Also, it's interesting. They've replaced. An American through, yeah, and uh, a Japanese character, yeah. with a Brit, and I'm not even sure where Priya's from, isn't he? Uh, India, India, India is it? Yeah. So they've got another Brit, yeah, which is a bit of a shame. So they've got of the main cast three are Brits. Which yeah. They should have For made an international organisation. Yeah, but one of them's a Scouser, new... so that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he should have been something other than British, I think, because it's meant to be international. Yeah. But at least now we've got Kenzie back as a full time. Yeah. For the next box, and set. she's clearly she's from Wales. <laughs> <laughs> and the Moo base commander is she British too? I don't know. I thought she. I th- I thought I detected an accent, but then she got shot and didn't say a lot. Yeah. Mm. I'll have to. Oh God, I'll have to listen to it again. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't sure she sounded fairly British to me, but maybe she wasn't meant to be. The way it goes, they have different countries. Their turn yeah. in charge mm. of the Moon base. So maybe it's a British turn. Mm. It depends. Yeah. It depends whether she's still in charge in the next box set. Mm. Yeah, she probably will be. Yeah, chances are she will be. Yeah. We could shoot her again. Mm. There's less of the stereotyping of cultures, I think, this time around, than there yeah. was in the yeah. TV series. Yeah. They're, they're certainly more uh, aware of that now. And Devious seems even more out of place than he did originally. Mm. Oh, yeah, total dinosaur. <laughs> Even oh, back in '87, he he was, he was over the top. Yeah, even yeah. back then, but even but now he's even more so. And it, there's less political intrigue, I think. It's in more general so far. Yes, it's been more straight sort of crime. Mm. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of stuff, but Cold War type stuff going on in the original series. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm liking the straight crime stuff. Mm, yeah. But yeah, overall, overall, I'm really glad it stayed true to the spirit of the original. I think. Yeah, as yeah. as a first effort, I think it's very good. Yeah, yeah. They've got the 
the characters, the old characters, they've got them completely. Yeah. I would say that maybe some of Spring's dialogue isn't quite as crisp as it, as it was in some of the best episodes of the original series. He has some great sparring dialogue, yeah. which they haven't quite replicated, but it's still very good. And the new cast, well, we'll see. But, uh, <laughs> cool. So there you go. Staggering stories, thumbs up. Definitely. That really hurt. <laughs> I want you to play that on loop. I want you to give yes. me an audio bit of that last bit on loop. <laughs> for a game I think yeah, it's been a while. we haven't played a game for a while so let's go to the old favourite hide the sausage the other old favourite <laughs> things in five words oh that one yeah may, may I proceed yeah please, please. please okay proceed. so let's let's find the first one hmm DFS purchase ate my husband <laughs> <laughs> just the plastic sofa, sofa from, from uh, uh, Terror of the Autumn. Yeah. It no, certainly it? is. It's the sofa that ate the man. <laughs> the one that sounds like bagpipes when it's. <laughs> <laughs> like to do one then, Adam? Okay. Floor touching, stiff third appendage. <laughs> <laughs> is this Jake the Peg by any chance? No, no, no. <laughs> it is, is it a tripod? Not as such. Okay. Mm. May I go for. Is this rude? Probably not. Okay. May I go for <laughs> the Martians from the tripod from War of the Worlds? You may be. No, it's not. not. Oh, Floor funny. touching. Floor it's got three appendages, so it is tripod. Yeah. But it's not War of the Worlds. It's the third appendage in particular you're looking for. Yeah, or the owner of it. Hmm. Floor touching. Stiff third appendage. So is it someone with three legs? Yeah. Jake the Peg. It's not Jake the Peg. No, he's in prison. He is. <laughs> with his extra leg. <laughs> diddle, diddle, diddle. Who's got three legs that we know? <laughs> Are you including a walking stick as a third appendage, or is it actually physically attached? Well, it's definitely physically attached. I, okay. I think he'd be upset if it was removed. <laughs> is it a leg, though? Yeah. Oh, thank you. Three legs. Ah, who's got three legs? Well, I'm thinking mm. of Zayful Beeblebrox. He's only got two legs. He's got two legs. Yeah, we've got three arms, yeah. Yeah, but that's not a leg. <laughs> well, a third appendage. Is it, is it Doctor Who related? No. Okay. Is it Star Wars? Yep. Okay, right. Not Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, it's R2-D2's yeah. droppy thing. Oh, there you go. Go on, then. Snap! Heard around the universe. Thanos. Thanos is clicking the fingers to... The Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so what, uh, what did? Uh, crumbles. Right, nice easy one. Whole lot of biting going on. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Last night. Dracula. Mm. Vampire in general. Don't say Twilight. If no. you say Twilight, <laughs> I am going to hit you. It is not Twilight, so Good. please rest assured. Is it something to do with vampires? Yes. It's not Buffy, though? No. Is it someone from Buffy? The clues in what I said. Whole lot of biting going on. True Blood? No. Is it that episode of Xena when they were all biting each other? No. Okay. Now, that was, that was Buffy the Buckeye Slayer. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> Think about it. I am. Not making any connections with me. But it's something to do with vampires. Yeah. Think about the five words I just said. Whole lot of biting. You actually said six words. Lotter. Oh, whole lotter biting going on. Give us a clue. It's in what I said. Oh, that's not a good clue. The Give se- us a good The second word I said. Whole lotter. So is it like milk? Whole lotter bottle? No. Lottery? No, I haven't got no, a bleeding clue. Salem's lot. <laughs> 
Oh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> the clues go as well. Witches or vampires? <laughs> okay. Crumbly isn't allowed to play anymore. Well, because I flunked you. Digits help me to perambulate. Let your is fingers thing? do the walking. It is. It's oh, a sorry. thing in five words. Uh, How awesome is that? Uh, <laughs> go on, let's have your other one then. Okay. An easy one, I think. But mostly, <laughs> attire stolen from planet Orc. Uh, so Orc. Um, oh, you don't attire as in clothes. I was about to mm-hmm. criticise you for using six words. No attire. Attire, uh, not um, a tire. Take <laughs> <laughs> <Did> one. <laughs> that jumpsuit thingy he wears. Nope. No mm. attire. Attire stolen from planet Orc. Is it those rainbow braces? No, it's a uh, thirteens shirt and yep. braces. <laughs> Yeah, the yeah. Look, yeah uh, gotcha. Most people said the look <laughs> is from, 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 from Morgan Milk. Oh. Very good. And then husband? Cube! That stops the universe. Tesseract? Nope. Cube that stops the universe. Yes. The thing of time, the... Um, the key the to moment. time? Key to time. Key to time. Ah, well done. No, you're not allowed to play. I'll go on then. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this one's easy. That's okay. what you said about the last one. <laughs> <laughs> this gypsy is a danger. Oh, it's the dangerous gypsy from Famous Five. I remember them. Yeah. <laughs> the big Rose Lee? No. Uh, this gypsy is a danger. Is it something to do with Danger Mouse? No. <laughs> no, no, no. It's something to do with the movements. You know him. <laughs> it's uh, got nothing to do with the movements. <laughs> is the gypsy a man or a woman? Neither. Neither. Oh, for crying out loud. Is it the littlest hobo? No. <laughs> it, yeah, I'm not sure what it is. It's a machine or something, isn't it? It's, it's a, you're on the right track. Um, it's a like machine up. from what? Is it a Doctor Who machine? Is it a Harry Harryhausen machine? No. Is it from a book? No. Is it from Star Trek? No. Star Wars? No. Stargate? No. Starfield? No. <laughs> stars and Rise? <laughs> Dancing with the Stars? No. Come on, this gypsy is a danger. Uh, is it the robot from Lost in Space? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you are getting very warm. Oh. I know, it says menopause. It does. <laughs> hmm. It's a robot. Ah, okay, so we got that narrowed down. Okay. But not from Lost in Space. No. Ah. Is it Metal Mickey? No. Oh. <laughs> I'll give you another clue. Thank you. It's the German word for hunter. Flankenstein! <laughs> Just a second. <laughs> what is the talk, German talk word amongst for hunter? Yourselves. It's also a name of a clothes store that's gone bust. House of Fraser! <laughs> <laughs> Be shame stores. I can hear people screaming the answer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, obviously, we've got our thick heads on to see Yeah, but our, our German mastermind over here will... Uh... Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah I, I, I remember. Come on. See, I, I have, I'm thinking back to secondary school. Oh, God, is it Pikachu? No, it's not Pikachu. Pikachu. That's, that's Batman. <laughs> that's popped up. Yeah, <laughs> Pikachu. I mean... Susha? No, the German. It's either German for hunter or warrior. Oh, for Christ's sake! You said hunter. Hunter. Yeah, try hunter. I did. That was hunter. I'm going to try warrior. I mean, I'm thinking back to my lessons. Warrior. Krieger. Kampf. Kriegsman, Recky, Weigand. Mm, no, it's none of those. You're making shit up. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> Tell us what it is. We give up. Gypsy Danger, the uh, Jaeger from uh, Pacific Rim. I said Jaeger. 
You did. I said it with a J, though. <laughs> I said Jager. But I don't know what that is anyway, because I haven't seen Pacific Rim. All right. So, yeah. Thanks right. for that. You're not right. missing Thanks much. Thanks for for familiar wasting now. all our time. Yeah. <laughs> it's a reason we said you can't play. <laughs> okay. Midweek Strange Big Sister. Oh, Wednesday. Yay! Wednesday Adams. Wednesday Adams. <laughs> 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 Sorry, it was Jaeger. Jaeger bomb. <laughs> well, see, I did have a th- fourth one. Yeah. But because we've taken so much time, I've forgotten what the answer was. <laughs> oh, okay. I have a third one. Go on then. Uh, my third one is Vibrations, Home of the Rebels. Mm. Wobble? No. Vibrations? Shake? No. Mm. Or could reverberations would be a better one. Reverberations. Are you making shit up as well? Reverberations. <laughs> but that's the word I said I think I'm making up. Okay. Reverberations. Home with the Rebels. Home with the Rebels. Is this a Star Wars thing? Yes. Okay. Oh, it's not Dantooine, huh? No. Home of the Hoth. Rebels. Hoth. Yes. Yes. It is Hoth, but what was the name of the Home with the Rebels? Oh. Echo Base. Thank you. Oh. Echo. Oh. Reverberations. Oh, that's pretty good, actually. Well done. He's got all of mine tonight. Yeah. <laughs> and like I said, I have got a fourth, the okay. thing that vibrates the water, but I've forgotten what the answer was because we've taken so long. <laughs> right, my last one. Luby Lou's friend wore first. Oh, the Andy Pandy suit Sarah Jane wore in oh. Hand of Fear. Yep. <laughs> right, last one from me. All right. <sighs> Let's get the dictionary out. <laughs> Top Gear is really lost. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Lost in space? Yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, God, of course, Joey from Friends. Ah, uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Only because I was pointing at Lady <laughs> David. I thought he was pointing at his groin. At this angle, he's just going... Oh, yeah. oh you reckon? <laughs> you don't want to know, listener. You just don't want to know. OK, that was... Painful. Very painful round of things in five words. We'd like to know your thing in five words. Tell so us about your thing. Please tell us about your thing <laughs> via show. At staggeringstories.net. Now we're going to talk about Doctor Who. Pause for music. Dumpty 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 dumpty. It's to do with the prawn. We have been listening to a Doctor Who Big Finish audio. Specifically, Mm. which Doctor Who Big Finish audio have we been listening to? Adam! Revenge! Of the Swarm! The men. Swarmbermen. I don't know what you were listening to. <laughs> Not at <do> all. <laughs> As following on from our last podcast, we have I've chosen an audio sequel to The Invisible Enemy, which was Revenge of the Swarm. So mm. the big prawn is back. Yeah. Mm. And now it's you know, an even bigger prawn. I didn't know what this was because I wasn't at the last podcast. No, you wasn't. And I just couldn't picture a prawn. <laughs> and, until Ace actually said a prawn. Yeah. I just... Mm. Yeah. Didn't know what I was meant to be picturing. Didn't know at all. Just think of all the Thousand Island dressing and lettuce. So have you never seen uh, Invisible Enemy? Enemy? Yeah, I've seen Invisible yeah. Enemy, oh, yeah. but I just, it just didn't click that that's what this was. Oh, when, yeah. it, when it got to the conversation with, you've been here before, at least I assume that was you. Oh, yes, the one with the, the multicoloured scarf. Yes, that was me. And I thought, oh, which story was that? I, I did wonder why. <laughs> but the, the contact has 
has been made. See, I thought they just a... pinched that. I didn't realise it was a <laughs> yeah. no, it, was, it was a bit of a giveaway. It was, no, And yeah. it was the same same actor, too, playing... Was it? John Leeson. Ah! Yeah, John Leeson. Someone yeah. was playing John Leeson? Yeah. Why didn't they just hire him? <laughs> I don't know. No, I mean, I was explaining to fake Crumbly that... Um... So she's sleeping well, then? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the nucleus looked like a giant prawn in the same way that the Garm looked like Hector. Yeah. 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 Right. I think we covered it last time. It wasn't a very good prop costume or... Mm, Works no. better on audio. Yeah. yeah, it works a lot better on audio. <laughs> so considering it's, it's now the size of a planet. Yeah, wow. that's right. It's by the end. Yeah. Size of a planet. So, so, it's, so been watching, it's been watching Arabian Nights. Yes. Yeah. Size of a planet. Tell us about this story. It's both a prequel and a sequel. Mm, bit timey-wimey. It is a bit timey-wimey. So the first disc is a prequel, which sets up the original Tom Baker story. Yep. And then the second disc is uh, them clearing up the mess that Tom Baker left. Yes. Ah. <laughs> so if they hadn't done the first disc, then none of the nonsense that Tom Baker went through yeah. would have happened. But yeah, he, exactly. he wouldn't have ended up with K-9. This is very true. Yeah. yeah. So... All in all, they just shouldn't have done the first disc. Really? Really? <laughs> yeah, should have skipped that entirely. But it does close a few plot holes and loopholes from Invisible Enemy. It does? It does. Which ones in yeah. particular? But, right, how can it be out there hanging in space? Now we know. Right, okay. And uh, also its affinity with computers, electronics. Yeah. They did miss a trick on this one, though, because there was the opportunity, given that Mamma Mia 2 is oh, God. at the moment in Don't cinemas. Me. Which we went to see, didn't yes, we? Yes, we did. But this was this was Prawn Again, which uh, sounds very much like Bjorn Again, yeah, yeah, yeah. who sing ABBA songs. So, you know, there's a whole soundtrack there they could have made use of. I am dying inside. Unfortunately, they didn't. <laughs> uh, um, so this features Seventh Doctor, yep. Mr McCoy, Ace, and Hector. I didn't know anything about it. Hex, who's now become Hector. Yeah. I, Nothing I, to do with the dog. I did know... I haven't listened to the actual discs, but I did know something major goes on with Hector and he gets rearranged, reduced, changed somehow. Okay. I don't know how because I haven't reached that point. No, in, no, 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 no. story. And it's because he's a bit vacant. Yes. <laughs> this whole thing kicks yeah. off. He's, he's got half of his memories missing, so he has uh. no real identity. Yeah. So is Ace taking advantage of him then? I think so. You got that. Yeah. You got that. That's implied. Yeah. It's implied. Not directly seen. Surely but it's, yeah. it's the same as, you know, if someone's really drunk, you don't sleep with them. If someone hasn't got all their faculties, girl, you don't sleep with them. <laughs> but she did. She uh, did. It's certainly heavily she implied. She's, no, not the prawn. Well, you know. <laughs> but yeah, apparently it's been... Because uh, in the original TV series it leapt in the TARDIS computer, then the TARDIS mm, computer yes. to the Doctor. A bit of it's been left behind in the TARDIS computer, yeah. isolated mm. and weak and feeble. Well, it did try infecting K-9 as well in the... Uh... Yeah. It did. But it had to, it infected Hector instead because yes. he was weak and divided. Well, yeah. it's, uh, now the Doctor's got... Uh, a Le one of Leela's antibodies in him, so he's immune now. Ah. Mm. So which Doctor was uh, this one? Uh, well, this one was the seventh. Mm -hmm. The Originally, it met up with the fourth. Ah. But Ace was not immune. No. No, oh. blimey. No, she, she had a bad time in this one as well. Yeah. I, like, cold. Yeah, mm. I, I like the fact that they connected it back to an earlier, more primitive disease that had first taken over um, what, what will be Titan Base. Yeah. And it's gets manipulated and altered and changed for, yeah. for a good reason 
because mm. it was meant to be the de- the disease it's originally based on is aggressive and defeats all other oh, diseases yeah, right, of the yeah. body. And they were trying to use it as an immunity for all the other diseases when man goes out into space. Yeah. You just got the feeling that that was a stupid idea. Yeah, yeah. didn't entirely work. Didn't <laughs> entirely work. Yeah, so, so they mutated it so it got intelligence. Ooh. Yeah, I'm not quite sure how something so microscopic can be intelligent. Yeah. But apparently, again. It saw a big, massive eye looking yeah, down it, it at it saw, from yeah. the microscope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This, of course, was the um, the author's looking back on his childhood of reading the Perishers comic strips. Yeah, and it was the eyeball the in the sky. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> As you can tell by my general lacklustre involvement in this, I didn't really think much of this one. I found it very bleh. Yeah, okay. It, was... it, it failed to grip me. There were, there, for me, there were a few nice bits and pieces in there. Certainly, uh, Sylvester seemed to be getting into this. He mm. seemed to enjoy it a lot, especially the bits in the lift. Okay. Oh, the, the service lift, the very small service lift, and sort of cramming all in there. And Oh, <laughs> acting as if he's on a roller coaster. Yeah. It's a strange one because it starts off as this prequel and then we get to the sequel and it becomes all rather Tron like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You mentioned that, didn't you? When they yeah. were given the bikes. Yeah, yeah exactly. When they became right. avatars. Completely. That was actually quite interesting. They go into the hypernet or whatever they call it. They get into the computer. Yeah. So the, the, the hypernet, which is the internet mm. for the entire galaxy. But I did like that line where the um, ace was trying to understand was what it? it was and the technician had told her. She says, oh, so it's, it's like the internet for the whole galaxy. Yes, I, I couldn't think of a simpler way of describing <laughs> it. <laughs> I suppose she's been traveling a long time, but the internet's after her time. Well, yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. that's brand spanking shiny and new surprised she knows about it in a way but uh, <laughs> it rarely comes up in dog zoo but yeah and uh sort of, certainly the climax featured something more um displays the more ruthless side of the seventh doctor allowing hex who's at that point in time has the antibody in him mm-hmm. to be nibbled by the, uh, oh, yeah. the swarm yeah. uh, and i'm sure if hex was told this would happen but don't worry we'll pull you out in time he would be quite happy and up for it maybe but the doctor doesn't allow him to make that decision no just puts him in put him in a situation which he's confident enough to pull him out of which they did but didn't actually tell him that your avatar is going to have its arm ripped off Mm. and you're going to experience that for real yeah yeah he wasn't best pleased no he he was a bit (laughs) he was a bit miffed about that i don't know yes it's an interesting one it's a weird the way they split into two yeah it is the two bits it is two stories basically yeah they don't quite mesh together no to my mind but they're very very different yeah like they've been written by two entirely different people but yeah apparently not it's all been written by Jonathan Morris I think it's as if they want you to go away and watch the invisible enemy in between yeah, yeah. and then come back and listen to the, the second one yeah, yeah. oh well I don't know what I say about it, but uh, yeah, <laughs> I did start to not lose interest, but certainly I listened to it back to back, which is probably a mistake. Yeah. Should probably take a break between them. Yeah. And by the yeah. end, I was starting to lose concentration. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what the problem was. We listened to them back to back and it wasn't gripping me very well anyway. And by the end of it, I, I know I phased out a few times. Yeah. Sorry. It's, <laughs> it's serviceable, but not one of the best. Mm. It wasn't as good as Star Cops. <laughs> oh, I feel dirty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's probably better to listen to them episodically, yeah, rather probably. than in one. Marathon. That's probably true of all the two disc 
big finishes. Yeah. Well, this is one it. disc you can you can generally listen to without losing concentration too much. But this this is the point. When I when I listen to them, I'm usually listening to them in my lunch hour. So I'm listening to two episodes. Mm. Yeah. An hour. Okay. Yeah. So sort of a meh from from us. Oh. <laughs> I don't want it to be, but unfortunately, I think I've got to agree. Yeah. 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 And I like Sylvester and Sophie, and it was their birthday today. It was. Oh, mm. really? Yes. He is seventy-five, and she is not. No, 56, no, I think. She really? Wow. Oh, is she? I think so. I, I could be she, mistaken. I suppose she would be. Yeah, she would be. Good grief. Mm. <laughs> so happy birthday, Sylvester and Sophie. Yep, yep. For many happy returns. Sorry we didn't enthuse about your thing. It's not nothing to do with them. They're, they're very good in it. They they, are. They are, I, I think Sylvester had it was enjoying himself. He enthusiastically came yeah. through on yeah. it for me. I but. hear some people say that occasionally Sylvester sounds like he's just reading. He's not really acting it. I'm not sure I agree, but certainly that isn't, definitely isn't true here. No, I mean, yeah. there, there was a lot of shouting yeah. Him in this one. Yeah. Cool. Right, some of you have been writing to us. Thank, thank you. you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. We've thank heard you. from... And thank you especially. Shush. It's so kind of Shush. you. Thank you. We've heard from Ian. Hello, Ian. He's talking about Star Cops. Ooh. Ooh. Thank you, yeah. Andrew Smith's script is... Terrific. We're talking about one of our cops is missing here. The first, the first, and achieves yeah. a lot, centering on a drug smuggling operation with a twist. It also has pleasing echoes to the original Bowsher episodes with the spacesuit failures, yeah. as well as introducing the threat from Mother Earth. And I guess as this is 2018, we need an arc to link the stories. Apparently, it's a big finish, too, yeah. Honouring Spring's idiosyncratic recruitment style, Priya Basu, played by Raki Thakra, also Bliss in the Eighth Doctor's Time War stories, brings some diversity to the team and it was clever to have her as an original part-timer while mm. undercover officer paul bailey philip olivia olivia also seventh doctor companion hex is something new on the other hand davis seems to have come direct and unaltered from 1987 yep nice to have brian back too would be fun if he pops up again when things have an earthly dimension yeah tranquility and other illusions oh, lots, lots of fun with the idea of preserving the site of tranquility base national trust style and constructing <laughs> a themed venue around yeah. it nice to see Davis's more lurid antics and his politically incorrect mouth landing him in trouble. It was also fun to see Nathan handling another Trixie base commander, dealing with the political dimension of his job, which he loathes but is such good value. Lockdown. Peak grumpy Nathan at the Mm. conference, dealing with even more political aspects to his job and the threat from corporate security interests. The story's multiple threads managed to keep me guessing. The Thousand Ton Bomb. Mm. Paul sent back undercover as Nathan spies an opportunity to infiltrate Mother Earth when Devis accidentally foils a moon base bombing by having a, a drink. Yep, <laughs> an illegal drink. Yep. Kenzie returns and is on top spiky form to help save the day as events spiral out of control. I enjoyed the undercover storyline with Paul, especially the sequence where he assumes his identity by looking around the would-be bomber's flat, mm. though he's clearly riding for a fall and has some authority issues. Mm. Generally, I'm not blown away by the new theme. It's perfectly serviceable and might grow on me, but it's not terribly memorable. And say what you like about the Justin Hayward song, you don't forget it easily. (laughs) You won't be easy. While the original series was firmly rooted in 2027, they've wisely bumped it forward to an unspecified date. And I think that works, especially as we're only nine years off. (laughs) Not sure how many years have expired, but it covers anyone sounding a little older, I guess. Not that Trevor Cooper sounds any different. I would have liked to mention of Theroux in some 
form. Yeah. Perhaps something will come later. Maybe he went to Mars. Maybe. Maybe said so to Nathan. Yeah. David Calder returns effort- effortlessly to Nathan, the thoughtful, if eternally frustrated copper who is never entirely comfortable in space. Trevor Cooper's Devis remains ever the blunt instrument, yep. getting away with what he can and kept on the straight and narrow by spring. There are some nice tensions between Devis and the two new arrivals too, challenging his prejudices on various fronts. Great to hear Kenzie back too, and she'll apparently be playing a fuller part in the second box set. Yeah, good, good. As for these new arrivals, Priya proves herself to be dogged and determined early on, and she makes a great foil for Nathan in his grumpier moments. It is good to keep the show's international feel with an Indian character too, though you can already hear a bit more cultural sensitivity than the original. <laughs> yeah. Philip Olivier entertains as Paul Bailey, although the character clearly had some issues with taking orders, and I think he and Nathan are going to butt heads massively in the future. Mm. In terms of the world and the sound design, I thought the production had it spot on, smart scripts with an international feel and strong characters. It sounds like Star Cops and it's great to have it back. Mm. In addition, Milk yep. have confirmed themselves as the publisher of the upcoming Star Cops books due December, I believe. The book is in the final edit stage, screen off. Mm. <laughs> so anyway, I was putting this in here this afternoon that uh, I realised that I've entirely unconsciously programmed my Echo Dot, turn my TV off with screen off. <laughs> I didn't realise I'd done that until I yep. so I turned my TV off screen off that's really clever <laughs> I now really want to reprogram our uh, <laughs> screen our off one. good stuff here yeah the theme tune mm. I still it's... haven't heard the original theme tune oh okay put it on later <laughs> it, it's a nice enough song but I mean my sentiments you know on sort of sung theme songs to science fiction shows we're going to sort of, you know, sort of mention Enterprise even though it's done by um, oh, Bill Bailey <laughs> oh, who's Justin son? Hayward no not Justin Hayward yeah the uh, opera singer oh, oh Ross- go compare guy <laughs> No, <laughs> Ru- Russell Watson. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> even though it's sung by Russell Watson, I'd rather prefer sort of you know, an instrumental. Yeah, because there was even talk at one time of having a sung section in um, the original Star Trek. Uh, they sort did of thing do music. a yeah. sung yeah. version, didn't they? Roddenberry wrote the lyrics for mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah. And there was a sung version of the EastEnders theme. That's Anita Dobson. That was yeah. really. <laughs> oh, what's happening in EastEnders nowadays? Oh, I know. Yeah. It's gone there. Mm-hmm. Any more letters? Yes, we have a bit of feedback here from the Tin Dog. Oh, Jimmy! He's going to be at Hooverville. Signing ah. his book. Yeah. Excellent. Can we heckle? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hello, staggered peeps. Two things. One, I did record last message whilst driving. <laughs> He's a Tascam 08. I made a holder for it that jams into my sun visor so I can podcast on the way to and from work. Oh, so that's okay then. Sneaky. It's basically like a Bluetooth hands-free phone. <laughs> two, when I saw Incredibles 2, there was no post-credits, but I saw it in 2D. So maybe you got a different one. Oh, no, we saw it in 2D. 2D. Oh, no. What did you see? Can't remember. It's the, the little dumpling. The underminer, wasn't it? Oh, no. The, oh, you mean the pre-credit thing? The little, Are we talking about the pre-credit thing? We're talking thing, about the little short film at the beginning. Bit. The little oh, short no. film. Post-credits, we didn't see mm. anything. Mm. There was a little I bit think. of the underminer. Was there? Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, I think the Underminer. I, I didn't stay at the end, I think. I heard we're, the Underminer was in it. We're yeah. confused now. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, cheers again. Maybe see you at Hooverville or Big Finish Day. Ooh. Hooverville. Yay. Definitely Hooverville. Maybe, I think Big Finish Day is sold out, isn't it? I think it has. So, unfortunately. Regards, Michael. Thank, Thank you, Tinny. Talking of uh, Hooverville, we should yes. plug Hooverville one last time. Yeah. Plug, plug, between plug. now and the next podcast, it is Hooverville. Yeah. Are yes. there, st- at the moment, are there still tickets? A couple of days ago, there were. Because I know this time last 
last year they had sold out of tickets. A couple of days ago, Steve Hatcher said that yeah. this time last year, we had a few tickets left. By the day, they'd all sold out. Yeah. Similar position now. So you want any? Yeah. Mm. Go grab them now. Yes. Grab them now. It's a good little convention. Great event. One day event in Derby, yep. in the Midlands. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Plug, plug. Yep. And uh, Jean's going to be there. She's going to be interviewing on the main stage. Oh, yes. Yes, she is. She's doing um, a DWM panel. Yeah, Doctor Who magazine, yeah. yeah. The editor. The what current is? editor, not a previous editor. Not, not Spilsbury. <laughs> <laughs> so, any more? No, nope, no. Nope. I think I'm all done here. Mm-hmm. Lead us out, Crumbly. And so, dear listeners, that brings us to the end of another podcast. Yay. Thank God. <laughs> But never fear, in the next one, there'll be more fun, frivolity and jollity. More Pity news, me. More news and reviews. What have I done to deserve this? I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> who old and new. More who old and new. <laughs> so until that... S for star cops. Scintillating. Sugary. Staggering. Saccharine. Sultry. Splendid. Sunshiny. Spring. Splendiferous. Sausage. <laughs> Comes sashaying. Seductively. Sexily. Sauntily. Slimily. <laughs> Sickeningly. <laughs> Towards <laughs> us. <laughs> this is me, Crumbly, saying, be seeing you. Farewell. Goodbye. Bye-bye. You have been listening to the Staggering Stories podcast, series one, number 296, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Andy Simpkins, Fake Keith and the real Keith Dunn. The views expressed here are those of the speakers and do not necessarily represent those of the other speakers or the site. No copyright infringement is intended and this has been an El Presidente production for www.staggeringstories.net. I don't want yeah. Joey all over me. <laughs> <laughs> that's going in the outtakes. I just need to check the football scores. So if we ever do another promo, that's going in. <laughs> okay. That's the one she's singing at the beginning when she runs up the hill yeah. and the music. Okay. Before mm. the Nazis have arrived. Yeah. Right. Damn those Nazis. Yeah. Hey, yeah, guys. Put the fart gun down and no one will get hurt. Well, if you can do a scream, that'll be fine. Shag? <laughs> well, I should mention it. <laughs> Not that sort of screaming. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now, scream like you've just woken up from the mother of all nightmares. I <laughs> I thought that was a good scream. <laughs> good scream don't diss his scream because we don't want the police being called <laughs> oh. can't scream yes you can I can't uh, put lost in space huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'll just go that's <laughs> <laughs> right Liverpool are playing Crystal Palace uh-huh. one nil so far mm. we are top of the league see we are top of the league no oh. okay Crystal Palace have had someone sent off. Oh, boy. What did they do? Did they kill somebody? Yep. And murder is a red card. Oh, really? Yeah, they're getting very strict on that. No longer a yellow card. No, 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 no. So it's instant sending off. Yeah. Mm. Murder someone, you're off. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.
It's five minutes of my life I'm not getting back. <laughs> and get your thing off my arm. Oh, that's gross. <laughs> Thank you for making us endure that. <laughs>